Hey, welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about the questions that I received from my son around the death of a close loved one. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about the questions I received from my son around the death of a loved one. So if you listen to the previous few episodes, we talked about death, the shock of it. Uh, we then talked about the do's and don'ts and how to share it with your child uh, over the last couple days. And today, so I encourage you to go and listen to those episodes if you're dealing with this at any level. And I encourage you to go listen to it because you will experience it at some point. There will be a death. There will be somebody close at some point, and whether your children are very young age or they're teenagers, uh, I mean, there's just a an 18 year period where you're bound to have to have one of these discussions. So why not have this information? So the questions, as we shared um, the passing of a loved one with our son, he didn't have any response. He actually, his eyes got big. He took a big, deep breath. We asked if he had any questions. He said no. He wasn't feeling well at the time. He was sick in bed when we did share this information. So um, on top of the shock of it, he was not at his best health-wise, right? So I remember in, in that moment, we were just like, listen, if you have questions, just let us know. A few hours I went back, I was bringing him something to eat, and I said, hey, we, we discussed something, you, you didn't have much of a reaction, and that's fine. Uh, do you have any questions? He was just like, well, when did it happen? How did you find out? Uh, I said, it happened yesterday. We found out last night via text. Um, I shared it with mom. We shared it with uh, another close friend. And uh, the community that we're in, you know, we're all close, and we're all friends, and. And a lot of people know at this point. Um, he goes, well, how did it happen? And I shared with him what we knew. Um, and, you know, what was shared was this. I said, our understanding is that she wasn't feeling well. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you my thought around sharing this, but... You know, reading the do's and don'ts, it's like, just be honest with them. My fear was he wasn't feeling well in that moment. And um, he had been sick for a day or two at this point, And he's not feeling well. So I, I share with her, she wasn't feeling well. Um, their dad brought the kids to the park so mom could get some rest. You know, similar to what I do with you kids when mom needs to take a nap or mom needs a little rest. And when they came home... Um, she didn't wake up and my thought is right in my adult brain man is he gonna think that he's not feeling well that he may not wake up but none of that came up i didn't share any of that i didn't 
Uh, what I did share is, you know, it's very rare that something like that happens. Um, and unfortunately, it happened to this person that we care about. So that kind of satisfied those questions. Um, he, he, I think he did ask if his friend knew. Um, I said, I imagine he does, but it just happened yesterday. And I don't know where the kids were and I don't know how that went down just yet, but I, he will know very shortly. So I contact with another parent who has good friends and, and said, how's it going over there with your son? As he says, our son has a million questions. And she sent that text right before I went up and asked him a few additional questions. She said he has a million questions, comma, a million questions. To that, I responded, uh, our son hasn't asked not one question, comma, not one question. So everybody is different. A few days go by. Uh, this happened on a Saturday. The service was on a Thursday. On th on Wednesday, uh, and and I I want you as a mom or a dad or a parent to recognize what I'm about to say. Um, I've heard it multiple places. I've read it multiple places. I've experienced it in my own life. A car is an amazing place to connect with your child. You're on the road. There's typically not nothing else nothing else going on. I am not one to throw on the radio. Uh, I may throw on a podcast, hint, hint. It may be, I don't know jack about parenting, hint, hint. Um, but there's usually a lot of dialogue in the car. So I say, hey, you know, tomorrow we're going to go to the service. And, and I'll share this. We did ask him if he wanted to go to the service. Do you want to go to the service? He says, yes, I never experienced that before. Um I say that with a smile on my face because it's the innocence of a child. I've never experienced a funeral. Now, I will let you know that uh, my son is fascinated with graveyards. Uh, we went uh, and visited one, and he just found it fascinating that all the dates and all the names. So I think for him, and, and not understanding this when he said, I never experienced that before, he thought he was just going to a graveyard, which was awesome because I started talking to him about what the service would look like. I said, you know, do you have any questions around what's gonna to happen tomorrow? And he says, you yeah, know, well, where are we going? I said, well, it's at a church. He's like, a church? We're not going to a graveyard? And I said, ooh, interesting. I didn't say that out loud, I said it internally. And as he asked that, I said, well, why do you, think we're going to graveyard it wasn't that where they're gonna isn't that where her body's buried like he thought the body was buried already I was like wow this is awesome I said well this is what's gonna go down and I don't know what their choices are but I can lay out as best as daddy knows and I'll share with you as an audience I haven't been to many funerals I've been fortunate and not had a ton of loss in my life I've been to a handful and they were all very small services this service was amazing but i'll get to that in a second uh, actually i'll get to that tomorrow we i started telling him that we're gonna go and we're gonna some people are gonna talk the people who are invited to this who want to say their goodbyes will show up at this service it'll be at a church uh, at her church. He's like, what church? I'm like, at the, the church they went to. What church do they go to? I said, daddy has the address. I haven't been to their church. We go to our church. They go to their church. 
but my understanding it's a beautiful church and uh, there are going to be a lot of people there that uh, want to say their goodbyes and that's how people do it is by going to the funeral and or service and then I said to him I said I don't know if the body's going to be there and just so you know there is an open casket or a closed casket and the casket is the box that they put the body in that'll be buried in the ground and he goes so I get to see her I said well you don't have to see her I said that's the thing people who want to see will he goes well why would they have the casket open I said well she the way she passed away or the way she died is you know a natural death and people want to see her one last time he goes well, what's she gonna look like I said well that's a great question somebody will have put makeup on her and done her hair up and she was a, uh, a fan of a major college football team. And I said that she may have, you know, a shirt on from that team. I said it all depends on what the family wanted and what they think she would have wanted to rest in. He goes, wait a minute. They're going to change her clothes? This is a, the questions of a seven-year-old, guys. Yes, somebody changed her clothes. Well, who changed her clothes? I said someone gets paid to change her clothes. Somebody gets paid to put makeup on her. Somebody gets paid to prepare her body. He goes, well, why would they have a closed casket, Dad? Man, that's a great question. So there was another death recently. I had a, a, a friend of mine commit suicide and jumped off a building, and obviously his body wasn't in as good a condition as this person's. He goes, I said, if, if somebody was in some type of accident and their face was damaged in a way that it's not going to be nice to see them, they would have a closed casket. He goes, and he re referenced my friend that committed suicide. He goes, like your friend? I said, exactly like my friend. He didn't have an open or a closed casket. He goes, well, what did he have? Wow. I said, well, what he had is called a cremation. And he knew he was going to do this. So because he, he knew he was going to do it, and he was a very thorough person, he had all the arrangements ready for him and things ready to go and and um and he had his body cremated what what is cremated dad cremated is that they basically burn the body and then they collect the ashes and put it in some type of box or what they call an urn he's like okay i said so then family members can keep those ashes and keep that person close to them I said, I don't know what's going to happen at this event tomorrow, but these are all great questions. So we go to the event, and it's a service. She had been cremated. There was no casket. Um, and his best friend actually showed him the box, which is shaped in a heart. And he says, my, my mom's in here, and I get to keep her in my room. So that probably would have been weird to my son had we not had that conversation. But the questions came, and as the questions came, I answered them as best as possible. He asked me how many people would be there. What would it look like? I said, I don't know, but I think there's going to be a lot. I said, there may be food. There's going to be what's called a, 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 a reception or a party afterwards. We'll probably go to that. How long is it going to be, Dad? I said, well, the, the speaking part of it and honoring her and the people talking is probably going to be an hour. And then, you know, the other part can last two or three hours. So we go from one room in the church to another room in the church where they had a beautiful spread and, and, and beautiful flowers and beautiful pictures and 
uh, we got to connect with the family and and kids are resilient they're hitting the cookies and the brownies and the pecan pie bites over on the table and they're running around like crazy people having a good time as kids should while everybody else connected so after I said hey was it everything you expected and he told me about the ashes and I said, well, what is it placed in? I said, what do we call it yesterday? He's like, it's called an urn, right? He goes, but it was heart-shaped. I said, well, they had a different type of box. But uh, but it, I'm glad you asked those questions because you understood what went on today, right? You have any other questions? And he's like, I don't think so. So there's a lot of questions that they'll have. And as I said last night, uh, uh, nearly a week later from then, he continues to share of himself why are people treating him differently why won't people just let things be normal why do girls want to just hug him every day why and he's a little frustrated because he wants his friend to have normalcy and quite frankly because he's so close to his friend his friend not having normalcy is creating lack of normalcy in his life so the questions I expect to continue to come. The dialogue, I expect to continue to be open. His feelings around this, as he's had a few off days, are going to evolve and change. And it's our job, I don't know jack about parenting, but I believe it's our job as parents to be there when they're ready to talk and not put it off till tomorrow, not say it's past our bedtime, not saying, Hey, you know what? You got to get on the bus for school. If he needed to get on the bus in my life, and I'm not saying everybody else's life, if he wanted to talk in that moment, I would drive him into school. And now I have the ability to do that, and I don't know that everybody else does. But when they're ready to talk, I suggest you be ready to listen and answer some easy questions and answer some tough questions. But I would say the number one thing is to always be truthful because the truth is really easy to remember. And veering left or right or somewhere in between or, or not sharing 100% of who they are um, may not serve you. So see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, Go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at be the dad you wish you had com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had com now and get it while it's free.